Okay, so this for bringing the going to learn. It was given by the Rebbe in Parshas Boy. No, in Tavshin Mem Gimel, Eighth of Shvat. And let's right go right to it. This for bringing happen is happening because of many different things, many different virtues of this Shabbos, and each of them has its own um, achievement, its own significance, and with the combination of all the different um, elements of this Shabbos, together, um, there is something greater that's created. And although when you will look at each of these individual things by themselves, without joining them together, that concept, each element on its own, would fill the content of the whole day. In other words, each of these things is something which, which is all-inclusive, which is which is so important that um, that that is that would require focusing just on that concept alone, and it's about this day. So therefore, that encompasses every moment of this day, and so therefore, there would seem to be no time to focus on another concept of this day. And now, much more so, it wouldn't make sense to talk about um, other two more concepts. Nevertheless, since God Himself put together these things on this day understood that there's a possibility that every moment of this day can, can be connected with the achievements, with the elements or the aspects of each of these concepts that have joined together on this day in the same way it, that these it had Hashem arranged that the very the, the same element of, the, of this Shabbos would have been arranged that they would arrange on different days since Hashem put them together on the same day, <clears throat> that means that it's possible to absorb the full energy of all these different elements because Hashem put them together. And not only is it possible that um, we're able to fully, fully process and absorb each element on its own in the same way had, had God would have just isolated one element for each day, but on the contrary, the fact that all these elements join together so each of these things complements and assists the other. As is known, the example in halacha, that when two people carry an object, not only are they able to carry the same amount of weight that uh, each of them would carry on their own, together, in other words, let's say each person can carry 50 pounds, now they can carry 100, and two people are working to carry something together, they're able to carry more than, um, than the sum total of their personal abilities. As Mara says in Saita on page Amdalam Ral. And so too regarding what we're talking about, that each element of the Shabbos assists the other elements of the Shabbos, and from both and from the, and because of the uh, combination of both these elements together, there is something greater. What's the first element of the Shabbos? This is a Shabbos in which we read Pasha's boy. And the Torah portion is read that emphasizes with a bracha before and a bracha after. The second element of the Shabbos is, this is a Shabbos that blesses the coming days of the week, and especially it blesses the 10th of Shvat. And in our generation, it was revealed, well, in previous generations it wasn't yet, it was just there potentially, the greatness of this day, the day of the passing, the day of the Lula of the previous Lavachara. So that means, in addition to the greatness of the 10th of Shvat, and the 10th in general, is connected to holiness, as the Torah says, the tenth shall be holy. Besides that, there's an additional blessing and flow of godliness 
from the Shabbos before, as the Zohar says that Shabbos blesses all the days of the coming week. So um, this is understood, the, the greatness of this Shabbos, because this Shabbos has the ability to bring additional blessing in all elements of the Tenth Hashvah. That's the second element of the Shabbos. And the third element of the Shabbos, uh, which was in the year that I said this, in 1983, that this Shabbos is on the eighth of Shvat. From this understood, this is something which is uniquely um, connected to, um, uh, something unique about being on the eighth of Shvat. It's possible that the Shabbos blessing the tenth of Shvat is not on the eighth of Shvat. Uh, and this year, it's on the eighth of Shvat. Rebbe says, certainly there are many other things as well, and it's not, these are not only elements of the Shabbos, there are certainly others, but for sure these things are in the Shabbos. Now, since from everything a person's meant to learn a lesson from in the service of God, uh, from everything he sees, and not just to learn, but to actually do something, so since the we're talking about a lesson that we're supposed to derive from... Um, in our lives, which is connected to Torah, and the word Torah means instruction, it's understood that together with this instruction, Hashem is also empowering us to do it. Because that's the difference between Torah and other wisdoms. It says in the Gemara, if someone tells you that the nations of the world have wisdom, believe them. If someone tells you they have Torah, thank you very much. Someone tells you they have Torah, Okay. Tell the nations will have Torah, don't believe them. If they tell you they have wisdom, you can believe them. I just want to make sure you're listening, because you want to pay attention to the Satan. So, so we're talking about other wisdoms. Um, you don't. You can't say that together with this uh, this 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 in, in, in insight, you also have the you're also empowered to fulfill the insight. Only when we're talking about the instructions of Torah, which God gave us. God gives us the Torah. Hey, Marcus God gives the Torah in a way that together with God's instruction, He also gives us. He also empowers us to fulfill this instruction, because God only asks us to do what we can do. And further, not only. And other wisdoms that you study, does, are, there's no empowerment, but there's not even an instruction. In other words, what, when you learn other wisdoms, you only know that if you do A, B, and C, the result will be so-and-so. But it doesn't tell you what you should do. If you learn, you learn science, learn medicine, it just says, if you do this, this will, will happen to your body. It doesn't, it doesn't tell you this is what you should do. But when you learn Torah, Torah is instruction for a human being how to behave. So in addition to the uh, empowerment that Torah gives us, which when Torah tells us to do something, that means God gives us the ability to do it. Besides that, another thing that sets apart Torah from other wisdoms is that Torah actually tells you this is what you should do. For example, I'll give the same example that I just... Uh, in medicine, tells a person that if you act a certain way, this will cause you to, to have the opposite of health. May God preserve us. But doesn't give you an instruction that you shouldn't act that way because... According to the wisdom of medicine, there's no prohibition for a person to hurt themselves. However, when you're talking about Torah, Torah has a commandment and instruction that a person is not allowed to hurt himself. And how if a person hurts himself, they are responsible 
uh, in the heavenly court, etc. And since Torah is also called the Torah of light, it's understood that all of the instructions of Torah are given to us in a clear way, in a way that illuminates the lives of every single Jew, and the Torah instructs every single Jew personally, as the verse says, the Torah that Moshe Rabbeinu commanded us is inheritance of the community of Yaakov. What that means is, although there are certainly many different opinions about how to uh, learn and uh, understand Torah, when a person has um, better eyes, healthier eyes, he's able to see in a higher way. If his eyes are weaker, and therefore he needs glasses. So, but nevertheless, the Torah is called the Torah of light, so it's given to every single Jew in a way that it's meant to be an inheritance for every Jew. So it's understood that every single Jew could see and understand lessons in the Torah in a clear and, and illuminating fashion. Because although there's different levels of seeing the Torah, understanding the Torah, but the Torah is given to every single Jew. And therefore, there must be something that everyone can understand and how to, everyone must be able to be able to see, see in Torah what they're supposed to do. So first of all, let's learn in, in, a lesson from the Torah portion of this week, Parsha's Bo. By first in introducing the following, by in first, by first um, introduction. Since this Shabbos is called Shabbos Parshas Bay, the Shabbos of Parshas Bay, so it's understood, as Ral Shem Tov says, that the name of everything is the energy of that thing. So it's understood that the name Bo is not just about the theme of all the matters of the Torah portion that are read in this Shabbos, but that's also the content and the energy of everything in the Shabbos. In other words, it's not about the, just the Torah portion of the Shabbos, it's about everything in the Shabbos is both. So, although the reason why it's called Shabbos Parshas Bo is because of the Torah portion, but the title of Parshas Bo is not just a title for the Torah portion, it's a title, title for everything that happens on the Shabbos. And therefore, as soon as Shabbos enters, and many hours before you're going to read the Torah, it's still called Shabbos Parshas Bo, the whole Shabbos. You're in the middle of eating the chicken and the salad and whatever, and you're eating the chicken and the salad of Shabbos Parshas Bo. So just like the name of a human being is the energy of the entire person, not just the energy in one specific matter, but your name is to do with everything, it's energy of everything about you, so to the title of Shabbos, if the Jewish people have this custom, which means that's the truth, because the custom of the Jewish people is Torah, if it's called Par Shabbos Parshas Bo, that means that's the energy of everything in the Shabbos. And more, since... Shabbos has a relationship to the week before it, and the week before Shabbos prepares for Shabbos. As the Talmud says, whoever works on Friday could eat on Shabbos. Where is that, Rabbi? Yeah. What happened is I think it's the Gimel. Okay. So yeah. yeah. So in addition to this, are you taking notes, of President? No. Okay. Uh, how many? What's my score? Okay, never mind. So in addition, in addition to preparing for Shabbos, uh, the days of the week. Are not only prepare, not only they prepare for Shabbos, but they are ascend on Shabbos. All days of the week ascend on Shabbos, and so to the Shabbos is relationship to the, the following week, as we just quoted the Zohar before. Shabbos blesses days of the, of the following week, so it's understood that the name of the Shabbos, Parshas Bo, is also the energy of everything of the week before. In other words, right now this is the energy of Parshas Bo, from the first day of the week, from Sunday, it's right the energy of Parshas Bo. And so too, it's also the energy and it brings a blessing for all the days of the coming week. So it's understood that the lesson that we must learn from Parshas Bo is connected with the second concept that this Shabbos has a relationship to, 
And that is a Shabbos before the passing of the previous Rebbe. And this blesses the day of the passing of the previous Rebbe. So, it's under, so since the name Bo is the energy of all the matters of the Shabbos, it also continues after Shabbos. And so to the third element that we mentioned, the eighth day of the week, that this also has a lesson um, to be learned from Pasha's Bo, because this is the title of the Shabbos and includes every element of the Shabbos. It includes the, pa- the fact that it's the, the, the Shabbos before the passing of the previous Rebbe, and it includes the fact that it's the eighth day. So let's learn, first of all, the instruction from the name Bo. The simple meaning of the word Bo, the word by itself, without the words Bo El Paro. The, na- that's the, the, the parasha is not called Bo El Paro. The parasha is not called Come to Paro. The parasha is called Come. So this parasha is a commandment to come and enter inside. That means, you're listening, Marcus, this parasha is inviting you to go inside. That means, until now, okay, until now you're outside. Until you're outside. And therefore, there's a commandment of Bo to go inside, into the place you weren't there before. It's understood that there's no reason, no need to explain where the person must enter, because if the Torah is telling us to come somewhere, certainly the intent of the Torah is to go to someplace higher. Higher in Kedusha, higher in Torah, higher in its commandments. And the Torah uses specifically the word come and not the word go. That means it's not enough that you go in the direction, in the good direction, without knowing if you will reach the, your, your, your desired goal. But you have to actually enter. This reminds me of the question Hasidim have about what is, what is greater, to travel to the Rebbe or to arrive and be by the Rebbe. And the conclusion Hasidim have is it's better to travel to the Rebbe than to go and be by the Rebbe. That's even higher, just traveling. However, you only know you're traveling if you arrive. So what's the meaning of come? Come doesn't mean to go, in, doesn't say go, it says come. You must arrive. That's instruction of the Sparsha. You have to arrive somewhere, to arrive at a higher place. And And the, the Torah is using the word come, that means to go inside. That means it's not just to be mitzvah nashim ulamada, to do things just by rote. Uh, where does you want to discuss mitzvah nashim ulamada? Yeah, where do you want to discuss it? Okay, I'll get back to you. So the Torah is inviting us to go inside, not just to, be, not just to, to um, do this just to be yoytzezayim, but to go inside, not, that's, not just out of habit, not of rote. And in all commandments of the Torah, the word, uh, every commandment of the Torah is written in, written in the language of a promise. In other words, although the Torah is using the, a commandment, it, sa- it says this will happen. So together with Hashem telling us, come inside, He's also telling us, you will certainly come inside. In addition to the general promise of God, that every Jew will do teshuva, and no one will be cast aside from Him, whether in this incarnation or another incarnation, as says in Tanya, in addition to this, there is a promise that when you will act in this way, the Torah instructs you, you will certainly get inside. So this instruction is to every single Jew, from the heads of the tribe to the woodchoppers and water carriers. Everyone is, receives the Torah. Everyone is part of the community of Jacob that receives the Torah. So when we're talking about the heads of the tribes. So although they're at a very lofty level, and the Torah itself calls them, Torah gives them smich and says they're the heads of the tribes. Um, they're not just the head of, of, a, of, of a minion, they're the head of, of, a, of a tribe. That's a simple translation of Sheikhum Shevtechem. So we're talking about people on such a lofty level. Um, 
the Torah is telling, to, telling them, yes, you're at such a lofty level, nevertheless, you must go inside. That means to go to a higher level than you were before, although you're at a higher level already. And we're talking about wood choppers and water carriers, although they're in a lower level, they're in a deep pit, nevertheless, the Torah also ta- is talking to them and telling them to go inside. So it's understood that they're given the ability to go to a higher level in their service of God. And as the Torah says, a general rule, Hashem only asks us according to our abilities. So besides that, we are promised that when we will do this, when we'll try to go inside, for certainly we'll, certainly we'll be successful to reach inside. As again, because Bo means you will go inside. So when we're talking to a Jew who is a wood chopper, a water, water carrier, and we explain to him, the Torah is telling you you must go inside. So he understood simply that he has to go to a higher level in matters of holiness. But when you're talking to a Jew who is the head of the tribe, since he's a lamdin, he might explain different pshatim. He might say different explanations. He's going to be already more, more sophisticated. He's going to say, it's enough for me to just temporarily jump up for a second. Or, you know, just, just for a moment. So therefore the Torah says, come inside, that you have to really come inside deeply, according to the Torah. As we find in Halacha, the, the parameters of Derech Bia, as Gemara says in Shuas on page, um, the Bia Kedarka, that means that this idea of, of reaching a higher level has become your nature. It's, it, the, word, the word boy means to go in a, in a normal way that becomes your nature. Boy means not just to arrive somewhere, but this become something that you're used to. And this is the general instruction of the Torah to go from strength to strength, that a Jew must always be in a state of elevation from strength to strength, although he's already in a high level. And not only is he instructed to go from strength to strength, but in this week's Torah portion, we have, this, we have the message of boy. He has to go inside, whatever level you're in, to, it should be, you should absorb it internally and become part of it. From this understood, that this instruction of the Torah, boy, has a, rel- a relevance to every matter of Torah's commandments, not only when we read Parsha's bow, but from Parsha's bow we have a le- lesson for the entire year, for entire lifetime, and everything according to whatever you're doing, Torah is saying, go inside. According to all the above, we now can understand the second concept of the Shabbos, the Shabbos before the Hilula, the anniversary, the passing of the Rebbe's father-in-law, the previous Rebbe. Since we're now in the Shabbos before the Hilula, so this instruction of Boy has a relationship to all the matters of the previous Rebbe. That means you have to go inside the matters and instructions and the service of God that was taught to us by the previous Rebbe. The general principle, the all-encompassing principle of the, the service of the previous Rebbe is to spread the Torah and spread the wellsprings to the outside. And to do this in a way of Yoisa Hashem Libin Achar, as we're learning earlier this week, to help a Jew who feels the previous Rebbe's name is Yosef, and Rachel said, which gave birth to Yosef, may God give me another child. And we learned the word another child could also mean a child, a stranger. It means instruction of, of, the, of the previous Rebbe's name is to help a Jew who feels like they're a stranger, to help them discover they are God's child. It means in addition to going in the ways of the previous Rebbe, there's, an, there's a commandment, and there's an empowerment, boy, to go inside a higher level in all matters connected to fulfilling the instructions of the previous Rebbe. And although we're already in the middle of the month of Shvat, and we're already after the first day of Shvat, when Moshe Rabbeinu began translating the Torah into 70 languages, 
And we've already done so many things to prepare for this day. We have an additional instruction in this Shabbos boy that we need to go to a higher level in our preparation for this day. And although on Shabbos there are many matters in our service of Hashem that we cannot do on Shabbos, however, we can on Shabbos make good resolutions regarding all these things. And not only are we able to, but we need to use the day of Shabbos to make good decisions. As it says in the Talmud, uh, you take care of communal needs on Shabbos. So this understood that there's an advantage in making a good decision itself even before you're able to do it. As Rashi says, when it says in this week's Torah portion, that when the Jewish people were told to bring the Karim Pesach, it says they went and they did it. They didn't do it yet. And the Talmud said, the Rashi says, because they accepted to do it, to consider as if they did it. So Rashi is saying something, and Rashi's explanation is meant to be the simple translation of the Torah. Rashi, is, Rashi doesn't say that it says so in the Mechilta. Rashi says this very simply. This understood, so, so, so therefore, there's something that, um, when you make a decision, there's, there's already something that's achieved. Hashem considers it as if you did it. And together with this, understood it. Don't be satisfied with making good resolutions, but um, action is the main thing. When the co- time comes to actually fulfill these instructions. I mean, be God's will that every single Jew should have this experience of Yechol Yasu, that they should make these decisions and it should be considered as if they were done already, and they should do this with joy and gladness of heart. And since the Torah tells us, love your fellow man like yourself, and this is a major principle in the Torah, so it's understood for sure that every Jew will also make an effort to influence another Jew and all the above, and also not just to influence the other Jew, but also to fiach fiach. It says in the Talmud, what's the definition of something that's moist when it's moist enough to make something else moist? So when we, so you have to influence another Jew in a way that they'll also want to influence another Jew. Um, and so when we, when we put together all of the service of God of all the Jewish people, we will merit to see the fulfillment of the Torah's promise, Yatsu Kultivus Hashem, that all the Jewish people will exit the exile and go to the true and complete Ulam. And What's unique about this redemption is that not one Jew will remain in exile, God forbid, unlike the redemption from Egypt, where not all Jews left. But now, not even one Jew will remain in exile. And this understood that influencing another Jew to bring them out of exile has to do with your redemption. Because redemption now means everyone is redeemed. So if you're influencing another Jew to be redeemed, you are helping your own redemption because... Now the redemption is, is the redemption of all Jewish people together. And the redemption of the Shekhinah. And should, so we should be married to see B'kar of Mamish, the Trunkbi Geula of the Mashiach, the Geula of every single Jew, our, and the language of this Torah portion, in, with our young, with our old, with our sons, with our daughters, in a way that we should go out, B'yad Rama, with pride, speedily, in our days, Mamish. So, so that's the... Um, they didn't go in yet into the eighth day of the month, uh, the message of that, but what we learned today is as follows. Number one, we learned the meaning of the word and the instruction Hashem is giving us, not just this Shabbos, but this whole week, and not just this whole week, but, but our whole lives. And the instruction is boy. Boy means to go inside. Not just to, uh, and th- th- that instruction contains a wealth of, of information. First of all, it means to go higher. There's one word, one level of Judaism that the Jew is always, uh, 
that the Rebbe subscribes to Jushul Biyan, which is more. But the, the unique um, contribution of the word boy is, is that you have to go inside where you are, not just, not just to... Um, not just to temporarily, you know, do something externally, but to go inside, whatever level that is. Whatever level, whatever thing in Judaism that you're doing, and from strength to strength and ascending, you have to go inside. And you have the, not just instruction of the Torah that you should go inside, but also the empowerment that you will go inside. And specifically, as this is the Shabbos before the previous Shabbos passing, this is an instruction not just to, um, to uh, in general Torah mitzvahs, but specifically about the previous Rebbe's activities, which are about spreading Torah and Judaism, and helping other Jews who feel like they're strangers to, um, to help them discover that they're really God's children. That's the instruction of, of Boy. Any questions? Go ahead. No, Go ahead. no questions. All right. It's very yeah. nice because uh, David just took me to, you know, last night to go to... Go to the Rebbe. Yeah, sure. You know, so it's just a, it's a very nice... Beautiful. Yeah, Beautiful. Yeah, yes, thank you. Thank you, Rabbi Levin. Thank Great you. Thank you for joining. You you brightened up my morning, uh, Marcus. Thank you for joining. What, what was is that? Is that from? That looks like the, the Trader Joe uh, Trader Joe's green green juice thing, was it? It is co- it's some coconut uh, oil with fresh green salad to begin the day. Dr. Bresson, are you proud of that? I'm very proud of that. Right. Right. Some chaos and spinach and some tomato and a big smile. Dr. Bresson is very proud of you. <laughs> now we got to gang up on a rabbi. No. <laughs> <laughs>